What's going on, my friends? Welcome on out to Behind the Energy Podcast, where we dive into behind the scenes of DJing, entrepreneurship, and all the excitement in between. We got some friends, some cool people joining us, and a lot of fun stories. So without further ado, let's jump into Behind the Energy Podcast. Yo, what's going on, party people? We uh, we back here, episode 15. DJ alive, 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 <laughs> alive. Alive. With the one and only Erocalypse in the house, yo, we baby. here, bro. Yo, King. we yo hogging up the podcast with a second episode. Now, dude, we <laughs> dude. If I had hogging, the, if I had the income, I'd just pay you. We could do a show together. I told you this couch is too comfortable, bro. Yeah. This whole setup is too vibey. Like, I could go on and on, man. We're vibing with the uh, the the uh, master of the wheels of stills, man. Wheels wheels of steel. Yes, sir. E-Rock is in the house for part two, baby. Yes, sir. I, I, for just a moment, you got me excited talking about uh, the introduction to the club scene. And I want to take a moment okay. to, to hear a little bit more about that. Sure. Um, you're, you're in your mid-20s. Uh-huh. And, you know, you're working a lot more. You're... Yeah. I, I imagine almost are full-time or getting to full-time with, with radio and just Actually, DJing. so interestingly or, enough, that took about eight years wow. to get to full-time. So to be honest, there was a busyness to it because, yes, there was an everyday hour expectation, right, to do the radio, mm-hmm. do the live mix show. I was definitely picking up remotes. But, yeah, the full-time thing didn't actually did not happen until I entered programming hmm. um, um, at Simmons and then moving to Broadway Media. It was right at the end of the Simmons era. Okay. So, yeah, but the DJing became really my full-time. Mm-hmm. So I got so many club gigs that I was able to leave my retail day job and then just dedicate to grinding it out every night and then hoping that the radio is going to turn out eventually. I'm I'm sure that that was an exciting, but also kind of nerve wracking transition in your life. Yeah, but it was, you know, I felt like my whole life I've always been met at major crossroads. I think it's everybody. Whether it's big or small to you, that's your opinion, but we all are met with crossroads many times throughout our life. A lot of it had to do with the job and DJing and am am I going to dive into this? And it wasn't until, you know, one of my mentors at Target at the time, that was the company I worked for for a long time, um, told me one day, because I asked, I was like, you know, now like I'm making more DJing clubs and doing all this Mm -hmm. than I am here what should I do? You know, like, what would you do? And that GM of that store told me, he was like, bro, if I could get paid to go fishing every day, he's like, you think I'm not going to leave this place? Mm. He was like, go. If that's what you think, go. Because this will always be here, you know? Like, sure enough, Target's one of the biggest retailers, so it's always there, you know? But Mm -hmm. um, I took the jump. Mm. I went down the road that I thought I needed to go, and I'm thankful I did. But it was scary, to your point. Mm -hmm. To your point, that life is scary because clubs can come and go in an instant. Hmm. Someone could lose a license, a liquor license. So, yeah, to your point, mm-hmm. it was scary money, but it was good money. Hmm. I, I, I just I just get the sense, like, I, if I were you, I would never forget that conversation. Was this, like, your manager at the time? At, yeah, at, at Target. At Target. Yeah. Yeah, the person who like that's, you know signed off on your raises every year, yeah, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh 
sir, real quick, I want to hear a little bit more about the club scene. Uh, I've only done a few clubs in my life, and they're like I, I've had a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but late nights, bro. Yeah, it's is that trans- something you got acclimated to? Totally. Or okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I think once you once you do it regularly and you do it a lot, then uh-huh. it becomes that. Uh-huh. But once again, like the other side of it was, you know, I didn't, I didn't have to get up really early. Yeah, yeah. You, you were know? just on a little bit of a different schedule. Yeah, hmm. I got you know I did my grocery shopping during the day and then you mm-hmm. know hmm. went out at night. Hmm. Did the radio thing, waited a couple hours, did the club thing. Were you doing any private events at the time, or was it was it primarily radio wanna, and club? You know, to be honest with you, man, it was pretty much club, club wow. and radio. Um, actually, I've, I did more weddings later down the road, to be honest. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. It just kind of worked out that way. I don't know. I feel like that, I mean, just based off of, you know, my, my DJ friends, that is a very unique route um, compared to what I've normally seen, where it's doing, you know, Events for friends, doing weddings and whatnot, right, right, and then right, right. Uh, identifying yourself a little bit more as a performer and, and yeah. showing those skills uh, to then uh, you know get a landing in in the clubs. I want to say in in each of their own right, though, they're both very competitive environments uh-huh. and very different environments. Mm-hmm. Because like when I picked up weddings and private gigs, it was just because people heard me on the radio or they ran into me at a club. Hey, will you do this event if you know if I hired you? And it was like, yo, you start to name your own price and it starts saying you get a lot of yeses. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. But to, I wanted to say, like, no disrespect to people who don't haven't done clubs and only do mobile mm-hmm. or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Because they are two very separate worlds, but very <laughs> respectable. Because to like carry a client list like you do, right? Mm-hmm. Like the business you run on that side, like mm-hmm. That's a real job, and there's a lot more to it than just DJing. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you know, club situations, it's pretty much you're going in to rock the party, and then you leave. You know? It, it, They're different. They're just different. Very different. Uh, being, being able to, to go in and just bring your turntables, and, yeah. and, you know, you don't have an itinerary, you don't have a grand entrance and all this preparation, right. and play music that, that, I, that I love, you know, some hip-hop and some 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 gnarly remixes with some some like an EDM twist on it like mm-hmm. and go tell two in the morning like that <coughs> that that is very refreshing from time to time but when i don't get home till 3 in the morning bro that's when it throws me off um i tell you what the la- the last besides real salt lake the mm-hmm. only gigs i've done are not clubs they've been kind of private stuff mm-hmm. my last one was a bat mitzvah Really? Yeah. How did that go? It was popping. It was up at uh, Red Butte Garden. It was in that nice garden Beautiful. area. Um, it was. Uh, it was the mom was like a coworker, a wifey's. Okay. Um, and she booked it, and I loved the fact that it ended by ten, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Dude, I that hear was, you. Like, I the hear most you. Amazing yo, I'm like, yo, I could do this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just different, you know. It's I, just different. I hear you loud and clear. You know what I don't miss about club life. To, to t- touch on that yeah. you know it became less fun when i've been through too many gunshot situations in clubs are you serious yeah i can i could i can name at least five times in different venues are you serious? where guns have gone off you know what i mean so like that's just me personally like wow i feel like 
there's really not an amount of money you could pay me to be okay with those situations. You know what I'm saying? But, and I know that sounds very like, cause I am I'm like, I'm in this position now where I don't no. have to depend yeah. on it, yeah. but that's, you know, that's kind of the, the realization you, it becomes when you stay in it for so long. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't necessarily think of that. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I probably played in a club or bar, like mm-hmm. maybe 20 times total. Um, and let me be real too. Like, I feel like it's changed because it does. The world changes. Mm-hmm. The world evolves. I feel like the club goer these days in certain situations is much different than it was seven, eight, nine, mm-hmm. ten years ago. Interesting. Okay. It's just a different vibe. S- seven years ago, I wasn't able to go in the club, man. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> totally. The first. I am old. That's correct. No, that's not what I was trying no, to I'm say. I'm saying it, bro. Uh, I'm saying it. The first club I played in was, uh, you know, quarters, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So it wasn't quarters. It was, uh, you know, a previous owner. And uh, I can't remember h- how it came to be. But uh, I think I was spinning on a Thursday or Friday night. None of my friends were 21 because I'm, I'm the older in the group. Mm-hmm. And um, I think there had to have been 10 or 15 people there total. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, I mean, there were still all the arcade games and whatnot, or a portion of them. And yeah, but you whatnot, know what? Don't let but... these like big, like quote unquote celebrity DJs that fly around fool you. I've seen them <laughs> fill rooms with 10 to 15 people too. You know? Even. You know when they're even at the height of their career, like when yeah, like I, you know, they I've seen clubs spend more money on a DJ out of uh, town. I see, and then that person didn't pull in more than like forty people. I see what you're saying. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Okay, so I think that's just situational, man. Huh. You know, on the top topic of clubs, or yeah, on the topic of clubs, I had this goal to spin at at Sky. I remember for like three or four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love my hip hop. Didn't we do one together, or did I just show up at one? That that's that's where I'm going with this. Oh, okay, that's, sorry, that's sorry, exactly sorry, where sorry. I'm going with this. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I had this goal to spin it at Sky for like two, three, three or so years. I st- I have this um, goal board in my in my bathroom, and I, and still on there. It's headline at Sky, but I had I had this goal to just play in Sky. I love hip hop, but I really love EDM too. Yeah, and um, a combination of the two. So that's just my that's just what I love my yep. sweet spot yep anywho what I'm trying to say is this opportunity to came, came up to play an opening set uh, at Sky and uh, Dirty Dave was the one who kind of helped facilitate that that's but right but where I'm trying to get at is Iraq, you had something to do with that man because you y- yes. you, you also played it I played at Sky twice two opening yeah. sets and you played a clo- the, the headlining set what I'm trying to say is you had something to do with that and you put me on and I'm so grateful. Dude, like... <laughs> that was your first time at Sky? Yes. That's crazy. And, That's why, why do I feel like I know... I know. Why do I feel like I know you know? It came back when you mentioned it. I remember, I remember that. I remember it, clearly. <laughs> I do. Because Dave asked me. He did. Like, that was real. Like, he asked me, like, what'd you think of Alive? I was like, yeah, man, that's the homie. Like, he's fam. Like, let's go. And he was like, yeah, he's like new. He's up and coming. I kind of want to give him a shot. I'm like, give him a shot. Hmm. Yeah, you, you. Yeah. You, you got to vouch for your people, man. That's just how this works. You, you, you know? You definitely um, yeah. 
made that that one happen and cool um just i mean even though i was spinning till like like 10 40 or something just to, to see my my group of friends out you brought there. a crowd bro i saw it see my friends out they there. pulled up for you that was uh they did no one had ever seen lot. the crowd that lit <laughs> between opening and like 11 mm-hmm. until you came in because you came with a crew those people really came through for you i remember that i've, I've been yeah. blessed yeah man and, and we should tell people our feet touched right there. Just our, so we're full disclosure. You he's know playing saying? footsies. With yeah, we did. Bro, we did. Jeez, it's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I, <laughs> I had the opportunity to get back at Sky once more. And Handsome Hands played the closing. Cool. That was popping too. Nice. Um, but uh, what I'm trying to say is, even though maybe I I haven't had it explicitly told to me until now, I had a really strong feeling that you help make that happen and uh it was a goal for a long time so so thank you you're welcome man you rock um i feel like i can't take credit for that because that really was you know no but no. <laughs> i'm glad that i was in the right place at the right time i, I want to take a, a moment maybe just to not necessarily switch it up but uh i had mentioned it in the previous episode There have been a number of times when you've shown a lot of kindness to me. Um, <laughs> down to even just the first time uh, at that DJ competition when I was nervous as hell. Yeah. Um, when you hit me up to DJ the first remote at Rocky Mountain Raceway. That was you, my first remote. That was your first first yeah. remote? Yeah. You, you put me on to uh, to join the street team. Yep, dude, that was one of the coolest moments of my life. Um, I remember when you signed paperwork, bro. <laughs> signing paperwork. Yeah, you were getting your direct deposit the, ready. You know what I'm saying? The the first time I went into the studio and you were doing the rollout. You're doing the rollout, okay. and uh, you're like, "Yo, Parker, what's one of your favorite tracks right now?" And I'm like, "You know, I'm I'm really feeling Red Mercedes by Amina." <laughs> And he goes on there and just doing some doubles and some insane cuts. I'm like, oh my God, dude, I don't even know what you're doing right now, bro. But that was, I think that was the same day that uh, I was in there doing the paperwork. Uh, Dope. A, a few more examples that, that um, examples of, of the kindness that I've seen from you uh, include when you hit me up to uh, cover for you at U of U uh, basketball game. Oh, yeah. You remember that one? Yes. You hit me up for that one. That was some full uh, circle-ish for you right there. I remember that. What was that? You made sure I knew that that was like some big full circle shit for you. Yeah, yeah. Like that was wild to you. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm playing in an arena and, yeah. uh, you was know, it the basketball or football? It was, it was basketball. It was the basketball, basketball. team. Yep. Basketball. Um, and then also, uh, a, few, a few other quick things. You had spent a lot of time working with me and then also partnering with me with Bangarang yeah. um, to work on my skills and tighten some things up. That was awesome. Um, uh, to to grow within U92. Yeah, just um, to learn how it works, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember uh, I got an opportunity to play a few minutes between like a transition time for, uh, for Sweetie and... Uh, Oh yeah, trippy red. 
Yeah, and, it was the Jingle uh, Jam. Jingle Jam. That was fire. We had Danny Lay there. Danny Lay, yes. Oh, she killed it. Y- yes, yes. Yep. Uh, and now she's pregnant with the she... baby's baby. I wait, what? What? Yeah, the baby's baby. The... I... Dude, this is news to me. Straight up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's All a lot right. of babies. That's a lot of babies. <laughs> You can use that one for sure. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun that night, man. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you killed it, bro. No, I played. I played like ten minutes, but it was the best ten minutes I, ever. on the on the comp, complex big stage. <laughs> yeah, you know, and there's yeah a couple thousand people. Like there it was, was thirty eight hundred people that night. It was badass, yeah, man. Um, and then uh, uh, another one that really sticks out to me too um, is uh, when Mac Mac died. Yeah. Um, you came to the station. I, I, I hit you, you up. You hung out during the show. Mm-hmm. Delaney was there. Mm-hmm. I remember. You were. Be, you, I saw your posts. Saw how sad you were, man. We mm-hmm. wanted to make sure you came through. Mm-hmm. I remember that. You got to. You got to say how you felt. You got to intro some songs. <laughs> that was a good day. <laughs> and you were there right when Matt came. Mm-hmm. The oh my green. god there's another one bro yeah it's another one you and no h got me in there that's so crazy oh my god that's wild dude. bro we've done a lot together you're right i i, I, I love that when, when i got the news about mac dude like i was i remember i was sitting in a coffee shop doing schoolwork and bro you had me in tears when i was watching your story uh, man i knew that was a rough day for you that was I, rough for a lot of people i i didn't want to be anywhere but just go to the studio and so i hit you up and you did came over and and you got you let me uh introduce ladders by mac yes yes and uh i mean <laughs> it's just a really cool opportunity and uh like it might sound kind of silly but uh mac was uh um a big inspiration to me DJing and, and accelerating there. And, uh, and, uh, for you to have just opened that up and made that an opportunity. I had forgotten about the meet and greet and you did that interview. That was sitting, sitting two, two Bro. chairs away, seeing, seeing Mac and you're sitting there having a conversation with him and go get it. You know, what's up from him? Like that was, that was so dope. And I want to tell you everything about that day too, because I found out a lot about what happened before and after Mm. and and I've never really told anybody and I want to tell you that. I don't know if you want me to tell on here, but I'll tell you like all about that day. Just like about Mac and what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah, Just as like a fan, you know? Yeah. I I think, yeah. He loved, um, he loved Pulp. No, sorry. Um, is it Pulp? Is that the, is that the pop and, um, vegan spot downtown? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like Someone South Salt Lake Sugar House area. Nah, there's one that's like, um, oh, I feel so bad. Oh, it's like a diner. No, it's like a full restaurant. It's like a vegan restaurant, and it's um, it's right behind Pierpont. It's like at the end of Pierpont, across oh, from dude. like Red Rock. I don't know. Anyways, huh. he went there with Ariana. He was with Ariana yeah. at the time. Yep. yep. As a matter of fact, my homie, um, um, shout out to Laurel Fong with Warner Brothers. She was uh, running them around. And so she went to go get Mac and um, Ariana answered the door and was like, (laughs) who are you? Like to my homie Laurel, who worked for the label. She's like, oh, I'm just here for Mac, you know? Why? (laughs) Like she was like pissed, you know, like some girl was coming to the door looking for Mac. And she she was like, no, 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 I work work for Warner. Like we just got to get you guys to the station. We got to do this 
this meet and greet yeah, yeah. that you're that you're talking about. Yeah. And uh there's just details like that that are really funny about the day. Gotcha. That like led him to us. I want to. I want to. But I'll get tell you out, of outside yes. of this. Yeah. Um, you keep those yourself. I I just want to nail this down and be incredibly clear. You rock. Cool. Like straight up. You've opened a lot of doors for me in the past couple of years, and um, every time our paths cross, you always come with such enthusiasm and kindness, and uh, and it, it's so genuine, and it's it's been noticed since day one. And you know, as an intimidated twenty year old, twenty one year old kid, uh, it means a lot. And from, I'd argue, probably state's best turntablist, whatever. It's, it's it's really cool and thanks man even though i'm not doing uh work in in the the radio yeah. industry at the moment um yeah. it it's it's left a, a a big impression on my life and your kindness extends a lot further than you know so thank you you're welcome man i mean that man. that means a lot to hear that for <laughs> real <laughs> but it's reciprocal you know people say the same thing about you man anytime someone knows you there's been people. There's been people who tell me like, "Oh, Parker, it's the best." No, straight up, like you're you're a good ass human being, and you can't help but attract people that way. And if anything, you bring that out in a lot of people. So it's like that's why it's so easy. Like I love hearing that, but honestly, bro, it's because you were given that same thing. You know, there have been nights too where like <clears throat> you didn't even mention like when you're in when you're in my family and you're in that circle. I'm really open. So I'd be calling you. You would always pick up, man. I'd call you the worst time at night. You'd be busy, but you'd still pick up. You'd hear my like craziness for 15 minutes. And then you would talk me through it. So as much as you give me credit, like it really is a mutual thing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And um, yeah, I ride for my people and I ride for people who are positive, man. That's it. Like that's, if you make a lot of good decisions, this is what happens, you know? And to be honest with you too, man, I've been like sunned in in my career. You know, I've met the guys who were not kind. Hmm. You know, I've been around DJs that make you, you know, want to check you. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. like I've I've hmm. I've been through so much that like I've been told, or I tell myself in my head, like, yo, I'm never gonna do that to somebody. I'm gonna do the opposite, and I'm gonna do. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to make people stoked. I'm going to give them every opportunity I can. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, so thank you for saying that because that makes me feel like I'm doing that. More so, than you know. That's dope. I think you kind of covered it, but that was, I think you're going in the direction of where I wanted to go really quickly. Yeah. Uh, where does that, that kindness, like, and I, I think he kind of elaborated on it, but where does that that kindness and that not non judgmental um, uh, thinking and and just uh, yeah. expecting nothing in return come from? Because it's been very apparent to me, and I don't think it's too common. Uh, you know, you know what it is, man. So, like I told you earlier, uh, I never thought any of this was going to happen. Hmm. I thought I was going to be working retail the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe make them like store manager level, be able to feed the family, maybe have a decent little spot, mm -hmm. you know. So the the fact that like every step of the way, especially with this part of my life that you joined into during that part of my path, 
you just so happen to catch the best part, you know, because that's like, that's real. Like, um, I, I never thought any of this was going to happen. So when I, I felt like it was a gift, you know what I mean? And so I want to share it as much as I can. Hmm. And that's, that's all this part of my life has been. That's been the best part, to be hmm. honest, man. It's not, it's not, it's not all the stuff you see on the surface as far as like, you know, all the shows and the crowds I've been able to play for and all the crazy interviews and the moments, right? Those are great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, honestly, I feel like it, it went there because I've been like this. It's not because I'm a douchebag. It's not because I'm an asshole to people mm -hmm. or I'm selfish. Like to me, it's always, it's worked for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That like the more I put out, the more it always comes back, man, and vice versa. But um, yeah, I came from nothing, bro. Like I didn't have this shit. You know what I mean? Like high school dropout. You know, didn't didn't think I was gonna come. You know, become something. Mm -hmm. So I think I to my detriment almost in a lot of ways because I'm not like a shark. I'm not like a killer. I, you I know what I mean? Okay. Like okay, like maybe that's also why I don't go forward in other ways of the business right that's because mm -hmm. that's not what i'm into man mm -hmm. i've i'm just glad that i get to do all these things and then along the way i get to grab some people along the way right and do it while i can you know what i mean mm -hmm. and um yeah when you come from nothing and then you become something i feel like that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to do that man i i agree i i just don't feel that that happens too frequently cool um it, we didn't we didn't even get a dive into like a lot of these cool experiences and crowds and and uh, artists you you got to perform and whatnot yeah um maybe i can get a little snippet of like a, a memorable night or one of the favorites but uh yeah. dave chappelle dave chappelle one of my favorite moments can you give me so he uh, yeah so he um was going to do a test show here in Salt Lake. So it was like two nights before he did the show. Mm -hmm. And um, he was coming back on the circuit. And he was like, you know what? I'm already doing Vegas. I'm already doing Colorado. Let's try one in Salt Lake. The moment they went on sale that Monday, they sold out that day. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened that his team knows people that are in the music industry. And so they know to basically like call some tastemakers in the, in the community or in the business, mm -hmm. and then find someone dope. Because Dave is a hip-hop head, right? So, like, Dave doesn't want a wag DJ. Like, mm -hmm. he wants, like, a real DJ. Mm -hmm. So, like, they found out who I was. They called me. Of course, I was like, yes, I will DJ this show. Absolutely. It was at a Bravino Hall. Bravino. So I had two nights to get ready for this, right? So, of course, I watched every fucking block party <laughs> special that he put on, you know? All, I went down all the YouTube portals, right? Like, trying to figure out, like, refresh myself, you know? But I'm a fan of Dave, too. So it's like, I kind of knew what to do. Uh -huh. Long story short, I play the show. I bring him out on stage. Super dope. Kills it. At the end of the show, this is about an hour after it ended... I'm still kind of packing up, right? Okay. People are leaving. Yeah. Dave comes out and he's like, yo, man, like, just wanted to tell you, like, you really killed that. Like, I didn't want to come out. Like, he was like, I wanted you to keep going because, like, you really, like, knew, like, that really meant a lot. Like, it meant a lot to him, the set I played, because it was, like, really him. 
you know, it was his story, his hip hop journey, mm-hmm. all the people he's met along the way. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I'll never forget. <laughs> We were talking, I feel like we talked about Kanye at one point because it was like Kanye was being crazy during that time. And then um, the funniest part was that he asked me to do an after party at his hotel room. The same night? Yeah. He was like, yo, like, he's like, come on, come to the Grand America. We're going to throw up, you know what I mean? I'm like, yes, let's go. And then his manager was like, nah, man, we got an eating and flight. Like, nah, we can't do it. Bruh. But um, I'll never forget that because like, that's just it, right? Like when you're radio, you meet a lot of artists and it's dope, right? It's mm-hmm. super cool. And I, and I wouldn't take it back for anything, but mm-hmm. you know, when the DJing has led me to moments like that, where it's like, it's not on some radio shit. This was like off of some, mm-hmm. you know, just like good DJ shit. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, like it put me in this opportunity, you know, to go do that. Mm-hmm. You know, that for me was like for sure notable. Cause that dude's a legend, and just the the things he told, like when he speaks, you're just like, you're just soaking it in, you know. You're you're having this one on one conversation, and this like cleared crazy, out crazy, cleared out that wow, crazy. Shout out to Latu, he was next to me. Latu, he was there Latu. with me. Oh, dude, yeah, he was there with me that night. He can vouch for all of this. Dude, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, Latu was another homie I'd hear yeah. on air all the time. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. He uh, even did mornings for back. a little bit with yeah. Jr. Yep, Jr. Um, superstar. He was a mixer before I was, so he's one of the original OGs. Mm, yep. He, yeah. He, I feel like him and Handsome Hands were guys I'd hear a lot. Yeah, those are the OGs. Um. Yeah. Wow. I, I want to bring that back just a tad bit. This is one, one of what I would imagine many many rad moments for sure and and really absolutely wild experiences that you've had in your dj career it's crazy uh, we probably could spend a long time talking through just another yeah you know another top top 10 favorites or like memorable ones but i've um, hogged this podcast enough no you you, you have yeah <laughs> what 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 i what i want to say here though is that uh amongst a lot all of the success you've had you've you've continued to to uh to maintain that that kindness and that that humble uh uh way about yourself um thanks man that that i've noticed just from day one and and uh <laughs> to the the fact that i can say that like you rocks my friend like that's that's a, that's something i take a lot of pride i'm grateful for that's dope um we we didn't necessarily talk about it, but uh, uh, you're you're doing all this and managing a family and yeah, uh, loving it. and supporting a family. Yeah, uh, we didn't get to talk about uh, Mac Miller too much or, or skateboarding or anything like that. But uh, yeah, we share those passions for oh, sure. God, yep. Mm. Skateboarding taught me about hip hop too. That was another. I just want to put that in another here. element. Oh, majorly mm-hmm. because you know, like mm-hmm. the radio teaches you one thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until those 411 Video Magazine skateboard videos I used to buy at the skate shop that really taught me about, like, underground hip-hop mm. and just, like, other regions hip-hop. Because, you know, when you're in California, it leans very West Coast, especially during that era. Yeah. But, like, I didn't learn about Trap Call Quest till then, till like, huh. I got into skateboarding. You know, I didn't learn about Gangstar. I didn't learn about all these, like, you know, major, like, like major yes. sounds, yes. you know, in hip-hop, yes. like, yeah. without skateboarding. So, shout out to skateboarding. That was a big part. I love that. Yeah. I- I love that you bring that up. I mean, there, there's a. I didn't get much of that in my life growing up, but I definitely too attribute skateboarding um, to uh, 
being introduced to the hip hop world. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, throwing on uh, Ice Cube, do your thing, man. And uh, sh- what's uh, it's that eight, I think it's called like eight ball. Take totes of the marijuana smoke. Oh, yeah, Relax Biggie with, uh, Biggie with eight, eight Ball MJG. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in like seventh yeah. grade, yeah. growing up in West Jordan, South Jordan. <laughs> I just want the paper. I just want, I the, just paper. want the paper. <laughs> Yo, that's, that sample's so oh, hard, shit. though. <laughs> the song is so hard. Yeah. Oh, God. I love that. Anyways, um, all things considered, in yeah. this conversation, I just want you to know how grateful I am for your kindness. Oh, you did, man. That hit me deep, bro. Thanks, man. You, you straight you, up, that meant a lot, bro. The, the mixer meetings, you got called me in, and when Gashi rolled through, I got. Oh I yeah, gotta meet him. you got me when yeah, Vice was, rolled through. That's right. Like, it means more than you know, and You're welcome, um, man. I, I'm truly grateful to call you my friend. Honored to be here, bro. Honored to to do this anytime. We can do part three or four whenever you want. All, right. All good. I'll we stop. Ram- I'll stop rambling. Now. Nah, man, I needed to stop. Like giving you the long answer. <laughs> that's that's what I, that's what I want. And there's so oh, much more to talk. But, yeah, um, but that's what happens when you're with homies. You know, that's what happens. Above everything, just know I'm grateful. So thank you. I feel it. Thanks, bro. Likewise, my friends. This this has been uh, an exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. DJ alive, alive, no. alive, alive. Exclusive with the one and only DJ E Rock. You know we do it. E Rock in the house, baby. Uh, That's right. It's uh, episode fifteen. This is the end of uh, season one. Oh, uh, we close out season one. Yeah, we close Woo! out season one. Shout out to our guy Nick Nort in yeah, the building. Nick Nort in, in the Hizzle, baby. Yo, the studio vibes are so good. Uh, we're, we're. I want to come back. Can I just come back watch you create? Is that cool? I, All right. Only if we can have a skate session in the parking lot. Done. Um. But for real though, thank you for all the friends, family, uh, who are who've been following along. Um, if you have yet to smash that freaking subscribe button, uh, because you know we're we're talking about season two, but uh, you know it's it's off in the distance, and we just need that confirmation. Yo, listen, so. it's a simple click. All right, it's just a couple clicks to show support, to show love. Thank you. You know what I mean, and that stuff really goes a long way, especially when you're building something. Yes, sir. Tell a friend to subscribe, to listen, to hit that subscribe. You know what I mean? Yes, hit sir. that like button. Yes, sir. All of it. Support the homie. Alive. Thank you. Parker. Thank you. Good people. Good vibes. Let's go. If I had a MySpace still, I'd move you up on MySpace.com my, my slash TJ Alive 801. <laughs> Let's go. All right, folks. That's it. That's, that's a wrap. We got DJ yes, E Rock in the house, baby. Peace out, my Bra- friends. <laughs> Shit.